We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, dear one. We are sending you blessings of grace and ease and great love on this glorious day. Thanks for spending some time with us here on Journey to Center. So if life is a school, which we are often told, what do you think it is your soul wants you to learn or know? It seems a little bit unfair that most of us don't remember who we are, why we're here, or what we signed up for on this crazy planet. But we have been assured by masters and spiritual teachers that this is indeed the case. If Earth is a school, what are we learning and how do we graduate? That is the conversation we're having today with my one of my wisest and most wonderful friends in the world, Lacey Caves. Lacey is a graduate of Panhandle State University in Texas and has her Bachelor's of the Arts in Psychology. She's also acquired a Certificate of Completion in Advanced Spiritual Psychology from the University of Santa Monica, where I also went as well. Lacey is an animal and human intuitive, as well as a gifted clairsentient. Lacey is not just a life coach, but a light coach. She's a touchstone of peace, earth angel, empowering inspiration, and ripples out healing and love. To me, to everyone who gets the honor of knowing her, to Boise and beyond. So, Lacey, thanks for saying this, saying yes to this conversation with me here again today on Empower Radio. Oh, you know, I love spending time with my precious friend and having a conversation and going deep and exploring and it, you know, we we do this for hours at times. So hours and hours. We could do a hour of Tammy and Lacey. I would love that. <laughs> That's a great idea. It would be a good time for sure. So did you like how I called you a light coach? <laughs> I did. I heard that in there. And I you know, I I am gonna embrace that because now that I have so much experience with the light and I've opened myself to be of service to others that are ready to explore it. Um, I'm going to embrace that. So thank you for saying that. Yeah, I was kind of inspired. It was up late last night thinking about you, meditating about you, saying thank you. And it's like, oh, you are the light. You're a light coach. That's awesome. I love it. So <laughs> it's I fun to talk- play in the light. It is fun to play in the light. And I love words, too. You know, I was looking up what um, the word learning comes from Old English, and it means, I'm going to say this probably wrong, Leornian, which means to get knowledge, which is why we're here. We're trying to get knowledge and experience. And we do this, it seems, through repeated trials. Repeated. <laughs> so, Sometimes repeated, many times repeated. Many, many, many times. And, you know, <laughs> I, I also like the word to sin, and it means it's it's an archery term. It means to miss the mark. And we've been told for, for you know, uh, eons that to sin is to be evil, to be bad, to be wrong. We're not worthy of love. We're not worthy of God's grace. And that was a big, I think, mm, misunderstanding for me and for a lot of people. To sin means to miss the mark, which means we've behaved out of fear rather than love, which I think is really what we're here to learn on this earth school is to learn to love that we are love to share love. So what are your thoughts about that, Lacey? Well, that was life changing for me when I decided that to, when I, 
understood to look at something as uh, a mistake or as I just missed the mark in that moment, then I was available to learn from the experience. When I Mm -hmm. kept myself in the place of, did I do something right? Did I do something wrong? Was that good or bad? Then that was very limiting and really didn't work for me. I stayed in a perpetual pattern that way, mm-hmm. but to, to hold it, to hold up the question of, was that a decision from love or was that a decision from fear? That's how I approach things now. Did I make that call for myself and how did that work for my life? How did that work in that moment? Was that something that supports who I am? Or again, is that something that seemed familiar and safe? Mm. Well, and I love what you're talking about here. I think I think often when we make a mistake or when someone else makes a mistake, um, it's easy to go into judgment and be angry at them and and um, hurl negativity at them or keep them on the hook for their mistakes or, or self-flagellate, beat ourselves up for making mistakes. But what I've found to be far more effective and to really what supported me probably more than anything in regards to healing and I think gaining knowledge is to um, choose compassion over judgment, to choose empathy rather than either pity or anger. That has been one of the most important and crucial lessons that I've learned so far. And as about, I brought love and compassion to my quote unquote mistakes and um, memories of things that I've done wrong or went off track as I've chose chosen love and compassion. It seems like I've started to relax. I've started to heal. I've started to um, soften. I've started to attract more miracles. And um, that's one of the greatest compliments I've received from anyone is that you're just such a kind presence. There's no judgment. And I couldn't be that presence if I hadn't learned that form within myself. And I feel at this point, you are one of the least judgmental people that I know. And such healing can occur in a presence of someone as like that. Well, thank you. That, that has been a conscious choice for me to, as I've let go of the judgments that I was holding against myself, then I can allow that for any experience that I'm having and any now the lens that I look through is with compassion. Um, Boy, that has been a a huge gift for me to, to bring compassion to myself. Um, You know, I love that we've talked about this before, but Louise Hay was the, the person that introduced me to mirror work just sitting with myself and connecting with myself and telling myself that, that I love you. That the first time I did that, I remember feeling all squirmy in my body mm-hmm. and I was looking around and, and it was really hard to hold my gaze. And, and I, and I needed to add that element because I was finding myself in situations where I was holding space for somebody else's, um, remembering their, somebody else's healing. So the person that I really had to be honest with and the most loving with 
it came back to me. Mm. And um, ever since that time, the, the thing that I've experienced the most from making those changes and f- from continuing to expand in, in that realm is peace. Ah. There's, a, there's a peace there. When you free yourself, and as I've freed myself, there is just a peace that pass, passeth all understanding. You know, I heard that a lot growing up, and now that's the experience regularly mm-hmm. for me. Peace that surpasses understanding. And I feel like I live in that space a lot these days. And I don't know about you, Lacey, but in my earlier life, peace wasn't really the goal. Um, But as life beat me up and and got really dramatic and chaotic, that was what inspired me to claim uh, the quality of peace. And I'm so glad I did. And uh, and dealing with uh, David Hawkins' work, he says peace is even um, a higher vibration than love, which I thought was really, really interesting. But I think when we get to the higher altitudes of um, learning what our soul came here to learn, and we transcend this feeling of disconnection and fear, we get to this place of peace and love, and they and they coexist very nicely together, very nicely. And um, I like this thing that I read yesterday as I was considering what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, Every single experience in our life, and I'd like your thought about this, is a test. If we pass the test, which we do by speaking, thinking, acting with love, we get to know ourselves on a deeper level. Because love, power, peace, wisdom, these are the qualities that we will need and the characteristics of our soul if we want to pass our test and essentially get off this wheel of incarnation. Hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's a a great conversation that that you're you're, um, provoking here. (laughs) (laughs) It holds so much. First of all, I just wanted to refer to the vibration of peace and love. And I have experienced that same thing, that love I thought was the ultimate that we achieved. And now that I've experienced peace, I just feel that differently. There's a vibration that goes along with that, that for me, even surpasses the experience of love. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a perpetual student, so I'm always looking for the lesson. I love that this is earth school. I totally embrace that <laughs> understanding because again, I just love learning and, and in the moments where I'm considered a teacher, that's where I learn some of the deepest lessons. I had a moment recently where I was asked to, um, to, to, to speak. And as I was speaking, I was having this deep sensory experience of just intense gratitude and appreciation for being in that moment. So I heard the words coming in my, out of my mouth, but I participated in the experience. So what made someone laugh, that made me laugh too. Um, what made someone have a moment of pause, that was making me have a moment of pause as well. And, and 
the, the um, experience for me prior to that in building that conversation was allowing it to come to me. Yes. Those weren't really, weren't really my words mm-hmm. and, and my thoughts. They just came to me and I went, oh. Yeah, you're a vessel. Uh-huh. You're a vessel I for... I was a vessel. Yeah, Perfect and, and isn't that a really fun place to be? I call that being in co-creation, being in relationship with the universe of the divine. It's like getting out of our own way and allowing wisdom to just flow through us unobstructed. To me, that is that is a, an exquisite way to live our lives. And if I had, in that moment, I, I had to go and do pruning. I, I love spending time in my yard and gardening and all of that. And I was pruning and I had not intentionally opened myself up to, to please bring to me what words I'm going to say, but it was, I'm just going to put that aside and know that when it's time for me to know I trust that the information will come. And then it was coming (laughs) or needed to go, wait, wait, wait. It was like a a flood of information. Okay, let me get some of this down and um, expanding. I've learned to expand my container and you and I've talked a lot about this so I can hold that until the time where I can transfer it Mm. now that remains available to me. So that's just another level of being a student and going through the process of trusting what's coming forward. Yes. And then, and then there's, there's the piece for me that is now growing where now I take that and I share it forward. So it's just not something that I receive anymore. It's something that I share. And then that ripple effect yes. is a, is available to take place. So amazing. So what I hear you saying is that you've really come into a trusting relationship with your soul and source. And I think uh, that was my quote on Facebook yesterday. If you can trust yourself, you'll know how to live. And I think you're an example of that. And that's always my intention, you know, just to be a conduit for spirit to work with and through, because I think God has a good time with us and through us, if we invite him to the party. And I, one of my prayers is often, God, less of me, more of you, less of me, more of you. And it reminds me of something that I'd heard years ago about Jesus. And he is um, working with the disciples, teaching the disciples. They're spending time together learning. And then he said, okay, now it's time for you to go and teach. And the disciples are, they're saying, well, what do we say? He goes, I'll tell you when you get there. And I feel like that so often happens when I'm doing this radio show or just in counseling sessions. And, and years ago, I was so afraid. I, I imagine you can relate to this. Anybody hanging out with us can relate on some level. It's like, I'm, I, I, I don't feel like I'm quite qualified for this. I'm not really sure what to do. I was afraid to be a counselor. I was afraid to say yes to doing this radio show. And I heard that very clearly. It's like spirit just saying, you know, um, let me work with you and through you. And I'm so glad I, I said yes and invited spirit to the party and started uttering those prayers of less of me, more of you. And may it be a conduit for your words and your wisdom and your grace. And may it ripple into the world with um, gentleness, grace, ease, peace. And um, I'm personally being the change I want to see in the world. Instead of fighting with the out there, I'm being the peace that I wish to see in the world. And and therefore, my life seems pretty peaceful most of the time. 
Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite uh, verses to live by. I first heard that through Gandhi is is be the change that you wish to see in the world, and yeah. and that is exactly what I've. That's the, exactly the goal for me every day. And what I've opened myself up to is that I may miss the mark. There may be days where I'm not in the bullseye. I'm not even hitting the target at all. <laughs> but, but that's that's okay. I, I have when you were talking just now. It reminded me of a, a dream that I had over and over again at night when I was sleeping, and I would have this dream that because uh, I'd spent a lot of time on stage and doing performances for a big chunk of my life and but someone was always handing me a script saying here here are the words and then I would do the interpretation which I felt very comfortable with but my dreams were that I was on stage and I'd only had about five minutes with the script and I was already to the performance stage (laughs) that's terrifying if you've had that experience before it's terrifying that you're on stage and you can't remember what the line is Mm. so I really started spending time on my prayers of allowing it it to come forward what 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 was the truth What, what, what was authentic about this moment and in recent times that I've been speaking I've had very little preparation. I'm really going in with almost no script, just basically an outline. Mm-hmm. And what's coming forward is what is authentic for me in that moment. And, and I have no attachment to how it sounds or that it's that I can speak without interrupting my sentence. Or, you know, it'd be wonderful if I was just like a fluid river. And it all just pours out of me. And sometimes I have those moments, and and that's great. And then sometimes I have the moments where I have such an intense feeling experience but don't have words that I feel like adequately describe that. So all of that is happening for me at the same time, and it's just part of the school. It's just part of the learning that is happening. But all of it shows that my connection is strong my connection to the divine and connection to god that's all strong and and my connection with myself is completely solid and that's where it all started to change for me yeah that's where the transformation took place and it didn't happen by accident i know i mean i've known you for a while and your intention as mine has been has been very very consistent and very very um authentic and very strong so um, people are like, well, it's not fair. You have this life. It's like, oh, this didn't happen on accident and it didn't happen overnight. I've been really consistent and diligent with my intentions to um, live a life of truth and connection to God. And I have to say, I tried everything else and nothing worked. When people, Some people say, you're a little too spiritual for me, Tammy. I'm like, dude, I tried everything else. <laughs> nothing else worked. <laughs> <laughs> That was, I, that was I, a I painful place. Way. Yeah, it was like I, <laughs> I, I couldn't manipulate myself out of a paper bag. I couldn't make anything happen. And I can look back now and have compassion for that girl, but also be grateful that my way of being didn't work because there was um, a better, higher way of being. And it was because I had really set that intention to live a life of truth. 
that um, I was guided along this path. And I feel now, wow, I'm reaping the benefits and rewards of that consistent intention. And um, I see you as a living example of that as well. Well, thank you. And it, it, I have been diligent in my practice. Um, I look forward to it now most of the time. So it has, I have done the fake it till you make it. And, and I'm making it now. There is a making it part. It isn't, it isn't just there were times that I felt like, well, I did it, you know, or um, I know a lot of people can relate to this, that they think, well, I eat pretty healthy and, you know, that should be good enough. And so I've gone through some experiences before where what was being asked of me is that I was completely healthy, completely loving, completely um, accepting. And then that has opened up these new experiences that I'm having. And boy, pain and suffering, uh, that is definitely a... um, that's been a teacher for me for a long time and I can continue. That's one system of learning. I can continue to learn that way, but this other system that I've tried and experimented with, it works pretty well too. Mm -hmm. And I'm embracing that a whole lot more and it works faster. You know, I'm, I'm reminded on a regular basis. What a, how much I'm loved. Mm. regularly how much is available regularly and i've seen the ripple effect in my family my my children and my my parents and my um, extended family i had a wonderful experience recently with that so it just keeps going it's not just contained within me there's definitely a ripple effect uh, yeah, our teachers would say, uh, when you heal, you do not heal alone. And I've I've seen that in my family. I've seen that in your family. I've seen it in our community. And something else you're saying that really is truth from my perspective, we learn through pain. And Zen teachings will say that pain is the universal great awakener. But um, we can eventually, you know, flip that over if we're um, strong in our intentions to eventually learn through love and joy. So we learn through pain and suffering until we learn how to learn through, I think, peace and joy. And I, like you, have found um, it's far more um, comfortable and lovely and wonderful and faster to choose to learn through peace and joy. But that does take, um, again, the qualities of compassion. Beating ourselves or others up will keep us stuck. And the opposite of beating ourselves up is claiming compassion. And as we do that, we soften and we start to experience more peace and we start to be able to receive more grace. And uh, for me personally, as a spiritual scientist, this is uh, now my far preferred way of being. Well, look at all the incredible blessings that you've experienced. And, you know, one of the things that I love watching in your life is your relationship with Samson, handsome Samson, I should say. He's My one horse. of the most really <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make note that what you attract has such a level of beauty and gorgeousness and your horse is one of the most stunning beings that I have have ever seen. And um it speaks to the power 
of what you're able to manifest in your life and the loving relationship that you have developed with him. And uh, this could be a whole conversation in itself, but he was in a place where he was not trusting and you were in a place where you held up a light of perpetual love on him. And he is a different being. He's, he's really come full circle and remembered who he is as a loving being on this planet. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing. It's amazing to watch. It's a miracle. None of this made any sense from an intellectual um, standpoint, but I had a lot of conversations with God and invited him to guide and lead. And the miracles that have occurred have been, uh, otherworldly and profound and it is a blessing and I think when we choose to love ourselves and have compassion for ourselves we can't predict or control what's going to happen or how it's going to happen but that's when life can be really really fun so Lacey we just have a minute here can you believe how fast this went no okay well let let people know wonderful to talk to you it is always a blessing and I want to continue our conversation um but we can't do it right now on this show. <laughs> so do <laughs> a right, shout out. Time. How can how can people get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach me at an email address, Lacey Renee at hotmail.com. That is L-A-C-I-E-R-E-N-E at hotmail.com. And I would love to have a conversation or hear your thoughts or feedback. So yes. And um I love you so much. Thank you for saying yes to this conversation. And to my friends that have been spending time with us, we are so honored by your energetic presence. And we want to hear from you. How are you thinking, feeling, doing? Be in touch with me, TammyBPhD.com or Facebook or Twitter, TammyBPhD, Journey to Center. Um, We want to hear how you're doing because I think we heal in relationship. And I want to be in relationship with you. So take good, gentle care of yourself, knowing you're in our heart and our prayers. Onward and upward. Bye for now.